Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, August 13th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead. Feral hogs are ripping up the Mark Twain National Forest. Conservationists say trapping the animals is the best answer, but hunters want a shot at them. People need to shoot them from the deer stands, you know. You can't just do it one way. I I ride horses and go cross country where trappers ain't going to go. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All will have more about the debate on allowing hog hunting in the National Forest. First, the news. Some public health advocates are criticizing Missouri's use of federal funds to treat people addicted to opioids with an overdose reversal drug and other medications. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reports a 16 percent increase in overdose deaths in Missouri last year. That's compared to 2017. The Missouri Institute of Mental Health's Rachel Winograd has helped the state distribute the federal money. She says doctors have a moral obligation to reduce harm first. So if you're coming into my office and you need treatment today, it is my ethical responsibility to give you that treatment as opposed to some of these other strategies that we've tried for decades and got us into this place. Other health professionals have said the state needs to invest more in counseling and 12-step programs. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed two measures designed to make it easier for people to access and use medical marijuana. The state's medical cannabis program was initially limited to just six years. Now it's permanent. People with chronic pain as well as several other new conditions now qualify for a medical card. School children who are registered under the program will also be able to take it at school themselves if supervised by a nurse or administrator. One of the plan's sponsors, Democratic Representative Bob Morgan, says Illinois' medical and recreational cannabis markets will coexist. Patients can rest assured medical cannabis program and patients will remain a priority for all of us. We will not turn our backs on the patient population, even as legalization dominates the news in 2020. Patients will also be allowed to grow up to five plants at home starting in January. Opponents say that provision needs to be changed. Pritzker and others say trailer legislation is already in the works. Nearly 30 Irish companies have a presence in Missouri, but local government and business leaders want more. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, the American Chamber of Commerce Ireland and the Missouri Partnership have released a new handbook designed to help more Irish companies invest in the state. Doing business with Ireland is nothing new for St. Louis. At an event Monday night, Mark Redman, chief executive of the American Chamber of Commerce Ireland, highlighted the success of St. Louis-Ireland partnerships. He says St. Louis companies with a long-term Irish presence, like Enterprise Holdings, will serve as mentors to Irish businesses looking to expand in Missouri. Missouri Governor Mike Parson, who also spoke at the event, says it's not just about bringing more jobs to the region. It's really truly about a partnership. It's how do both of our countries benefit? How does the state of Missouri benefit with Ireland when we make these trips? And what do you really get done? And how do we partner? Representatives from Trinity College Dublin also visited the Cortex Innovation District yesterday to seek advice on how to develop their own startup environment. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. 
O'Fallon, Missouri officials are looking for a new minor league baseball team. The River City Rascals are shutting down after 21 years. Owners and the city could not work out a long-term lease for the ballpark. The Rascals won the Frontier League Championship in 2010. Feral hogs are running amok all over southern Missouri. Among their favorite places to live, eat, and reproduce is the Mark Twain National Forest in the Ozarks, spanning one and a half million acres over 29 counties. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports, the idea of allowing hunters to kill the animals is meeting opposition. Feral hogs can weigh over 200 pounds, produce 40 to 50 piglets a year, and do a lot of damage. They dig up grasslands and crops. They eat eggs and baby wildlife. And scratching an itch on their backs can literally strip the bark off a tree. Cody Norris with the Mark Twain National Forest describes some of the damage in the narration of this video. This is beautiful Council Bluff Lake. It has been devastated by feral swine rooting in the day use area where many people picnic, play frisbee, and enjoy themselves during the summer. A large swath of grass, at least a couple acres, looks like it's been tilled, all the work of feral hogs. These wild animals are a favorite target of some hunters. They're crafty, and they taste like bacon. But too many hogs in the forest, and some people wanting to shoot them, is not necessarily a match. More than 100 people are milling around an open house in Rolla to get information about feral hogs and give comments to the National Forest Service on whether they think hunting the wild pigs should be allowed. Sherry Schwenke is the forest supervisor at Mark Twain. She says the department has proven ability to trap the hogs and hunters can only get in the way. Trapping is much more effective when there isn't any hunting occurring. So we want to make sure our trapping is as effective as possible, um, whether that's on by landowner request on private lands or on the National Forest System lands. The Forest Service does some of its own hunting, from helicopters in the winter when hogs can't hide under the leaves of the tree canopy. They are also developing poisons that will not hurt other animals or the environment. But she says trapping is best and it works. John Parsons, a hunter from Potosi, says he doesn't buy that logic. Feral hogs are a problem in dozens of states around the country, and trapping them hasn't solved anything. Parsons says he has been hunting hogs for years and has seen how smart they are. Well, they get worried of the traps. They start getting trap savvy. So you need dogs to hunt them. People need to shoot them from the deer stands. You know, you can't just do it one way. I, I ride horses and go cross country where trappers ain't going to go. Parsons says he should be allowed to hunt feral hogs in the forest, and it would provide a public service. But local farmers may be on the side of anti-hunting advocates. Dale DeLong farms in Phelps County. He says he knows firsthand how damaging the hogs can be. He used to cut 650 bales of hay a year, but the hogs damaged his fields so much that it went down to 400. He brought pictures of his traps to this open house to show people how effective they are to tell people hunting isn't the answer. That don't work that way. I've been around these hogs too long. If you can kill a hog, it's an accident. If you kill two, it's a really big accident. And like this one trap right here, I caught 22 hogs 
in one night in that trap. DeLong says hunters can chase hogs away from trapping sites, making them less curious, and that makes the traps less effective. DeLong says he and his neighbor got traps and bait from the Department of Conservation and Forest Service and trapped more than 500 hogs in two years. Now he says he doesn't have a hog problem anymore and the hay is back to normal. The Forest Service took in more than 1,000 comments during a month-long period and will make a decision in the next few weeks about the future of hunting hogs in Mark Twain. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review this daily effort wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find me on Twitter at Wayne Radio. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.